Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely evening here by the Billabong. The British Empire had been here for just over one of their generations, and fearing the French and the Dutch, they attempted to set up an outpost in the far northern region with disastrous results. I awoke on the beach next to the broken mast. The sky had cleared and the clouds dried up. We were making our way up from the Sydney colony to the remote northern region. We were tasked with establishing a settlement. Our Dutch and French enemies were close. Then, during the night, on the second week, we hit a tropical storm crossing the Gulf of Carpentaria. It tore us to pieces. Slowly I stand up to see the various bits and pieces of the ship bobbing up and down. Sixty men. They can't all be gone. I turn around to take in my surroundings. I was on a large beach with thick mangroves that dotted around the coast. Clouds gathered around the tall mountain peaks. I appear to be at the entrance of the small inlet. I can see where the ocean blue turns to a grey mud. I decide to follow the inlet and see if I can find some more of the crew. I see another man staggering about. Hey! Hey you there! He's holding a small barrel under his arm. Where did you come from? I ask. I've been walking along this river all morning looking for anyone all morning, he replied. I haven't seen anyone. The captain no one. I just woke up over there. What happened? Well, he started. The last thing I remember was, I was on watch during the storm, and well, we just listed onto a reef, and then she just split apart. I saw the crew all fall out of their hammocks into the surf and thrown into the ocean, and she just fell apart. We went further down the river, where two more men were making a makeshift shelter. Walter and Terence. They'd been collecting wood and supplies that washed up onto the shore. We had one barrel of rum, some axes, some ropes, and not much more. We picked at the mango trees and tried our hand at fishing. As the sun set, we all sat in darkness. What was that? I jumped up in the dark, trying to see. The clouds had come in and the hot night's rain was making it hard to see. I could hear the screams and the crunching of the bones. We all listened in fear. It was Terence.
After a sleepless night, we got up to see the tide had moved back in. We began to move our camp back up to the higher grounds, and then we came across Terence's body. He had been torn in half. Crabs were scattered about his face. Someone ran up cursing the little bastards. We took the provisions we had and we moved up to the entrance of the thick forest. We buried Terence later that day and wondered about the creature that took him. We cut and hacked away at the thick bushes trying to get through, up to safety, up further up the mountain. Our hands were cut to pieces by the end of the day and we barely made a dent. The mangroves were too thick to pass. We gave up at sunset growing hungry. Next morning, we followed our way around the inlet where we found them. The rest of the crew, parts of them anyway, they'd all been chewed and torn to pieces. Karen had taken the bodies further down the inlet and then gathered in a small shallow where the crocodiles had had their fill. The stench made us all sick and we decided to head back out to the coast. Later that afternoon, we found the captain inside a small cave. He was holding onto the ship's log. We buried him and collected the book. All the good it would do. Perhaps we'd use it to light a fire. <coughs> the following day it came straight for him, straight out of the water. It was a large crocodile. We'd seen drawings of the things back in Sydney, but we never knew they were so big. Or Simon was trying to catch some fish when it went for him. Catching him by the leg. His jaws tossed him about left and right. Threw him about as if he was nothing. Simon screamed and cursed at the thing as it chomped down. With one last cry, he was finished. He just slumped over, he was done. I got that slowly dragged me back into the water, watching me the whole time. Later that day, Walter opened up the diary. Said the captain had feared the charts were read wrong and the reef was closer than anticipated. The last entry read. As the sun dips, the grey clouds start to spark with lightning, and a blustery wind hits the sails. I fear we will come upon a reef in the dark. The next day I went for a walk, looking for a waterfall or something to quench my thirst only to return later that afternoon to find blood all over the shoreline and Walter was nowhere to be seen. It's just me now. I've climbed up into the mangroves trying to seek some shelter. The sun is setting and it's getting harder to see. The tide is coming in and I'm up I'm running out of room now. And then I hear it. This sound in the darkness. Near me. And I can hear it. <coughs> Getting closer.
Hi, and thanks for listening to this week's episode entitled The Outpost. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.